0: Remain the victim while the truth slips through the system, yet the goodness never sees the light of day.
1: So we fight for what is right, gifts just and justice day and night to achieve its goal. The way. Yeah. Citizens of the planet, it is my high privilege and my distinct honor of presenting to you the prime ministers of the Public Health Union.
2: Thank you so much for joining us for this State of the Union on the health um, of so many communities that are marginalized, that are disrespected due to institutional uh, patriarchy and racism and colonization that we see. And we know that the um, health impacts are severe and deadly and have been going on a very long time because of the fossil fuel industry. And so we're really honored to make this presentation to um, the the health community uh, nationally and globally because it is a crisis and we need to address this. And we know the health community has an enormous amount of power to help us in this advocacy work to end the era of this uh, fossil fuel destruction and to move us to a clean energy future. Thank you.
1: Hi, I'm Rochetta Sibley-Ozan. I am the Founder, Director, and CEO of the Vessel Project of Louisiana here in Southwest Louisiana. My organization, the Vessel Project of Louisiana was founded in the midst of several natural disasters that we experienced here in Southwest Louisiana from 2020 to 2023. Those events include Hurricane Laura, Hurricane Delta, Winterstorm Uri, and a flood that was historic in the Lake Charles area. During the, the course of those storms, many residents in low income BIPOC communities were left homeless and found themselves losing everything and having to start over. As I was helping those community members, I was finding that there were so many other issues related to what they were experiencing, and I tried to dissect what was going on in those communities. All of these communities were surrounded by oil and gas industry, petrochemical facilities, um, listening to people talk about their health and their children's asthma issues, their children's skin issues such as eczema, and how that impacted them after these storms that caused them to lose everything, I started connecting the dots with how these things were related and how do we get to the center of the problem? Why were these storms so intense and back-to-back in these years? And also, why were people experiencing other issues such as health and environmental issues around these uh, facilities? And so BIPOC communities, black indigenous people of color communities, in Louisiana, um, I found are disproportionately impacted by pollution due to a long standing systemic racism and economic equality. So I started as started the Vessel Project as a mutual aid organization that turned into a case management organization and started going after these oil and gas industries to show the direct relation between the people who were in those communities suffering, what they were suffering, and why those issues were highlighted in the aftermath of disasters. Some of the issues that I found were poor air and water quality, increased health risks, and decreased quality of life. These communities are often unable to access resources to help combat the pollution and its effects, leaving them vulnerable to long-term consequences. It is important to recognize the inequities in, uh, in pollution exposure, and take action to create a healthier, more equitable environment for all all Louisianians. And we do that first by looking at the root of the problem. And it's uh, the oil and gas industries are already overflowing in Louisiana, but we have several more that are proposed to come here. And those proposed to come here are still targeting those low-income BIPOC, low-income white low income, people of color, indigenous communities, their land and their soil. We have fish eating advisories here. We have toxins in our water. And a recent study showed that several of the sites here in um, Southwest Louisiana, we don't need any more industry to come here.
0: Hi, my name is Monique Verde. I'm a citizen of the Houma Nation and can Southeastern Food Sovereignty Coordinator, helping to support the Oplahina Ikisholo network of indigenous gardeners who are based mostly here and the other part of South Louisiana and, and South in the sea. We are facing a heartbreaking reality, which echoes what we, we just heard. Um, the truth is, is that I come from a place known as Cancer Alley just north of the dead zone we're, we're losing land at one of the fastest rates on earth. The latest statistic is, is that every 100 minutes a football field is lost from our shores. As you might imagine, they call it Cancer Alley because it's got a reputation. Though for years, industry has tried to claim that the cancer clusters near facilities have nothing to do with the byproducts of their business. Though we know that many of the communities between Itihoma Baton Rouge and the Gulf of Mexico have some of the worst air quality in the nation and new studies are bringing unsurprising evidence to light that connects industry to health disparities in fence line communities that many black indigenous people of color creoles white folk simply call home. Seven communities in Cancer Alley are among the 10 census tracts with the country's highest cancer risk from air pollution. And according to the EPA, a community known as Reserve has the country's highest cancer risk, 50 times the national average. Here in the Delta, the legacy of corporate interest built the foundations of the plantation economy, where sugarcane fields once grew, petrochemical plants now sit occupying the rich wetland territories where water flows through in relationship to cycles in life. And the headline was Louisiana has eight of the worst water polluting refineries in the country. Heavy metals, nitrogen, ammonia are spilling from oil refineries, tainting the Mississippi Gulf of Mexico. This report found that South Louisiana refineries are discharging some of the highest amounts of heavy metals nitrogen, and other pollutants into our rivers, estuaries, and waterways. And claims that the United States Environmental Protection Agency and state regulators are doing very little to stop the half billion gallons of wastewater that pour from U.S. refineries every day. Chemicals like selenium, benzene, mercury, and cyanide are just a few of these nasty byproducts, which the EPA has never set limits for. And there are outdated federal standards that are not even enforcing um, and have failed to keep pace with water treatment methods. We must remember and recognize that many communities along the Mississippi River are pulling their water supplies from the river, drinking it every day, hydrating their babies, washing their bodies in river waters. We must respect the river and her rights, if we are to protect the health and well being of all life that depends on her health and well being.
2: The Women's Earth and Climate Action Network has released a report that exposes the role that financial institutions play in preserving and perpetuating negative gender and racial impacts due to the financing of fossil fuel companies. And based on analysis and evidence that links fossil fuel activity to women's health, safety, and rights. The report advocates for financial institutions to divest from fossil fuel companies. The report finds an indisputable connection between the fossil fuel industry practices and negative impacts to black, brown, indigenous, and low-income women's health, safety, and human rights. Specifically, fossil fuel-derived air, water, and soil pollution impact women's fertility, mental health, and daily work and responsibilities. And just one example, In 2022, the Houston Chronicle reported that various Houston sites were flaring, releasing toxins that exceed the permitted levels they're allowed to emit for the entire year. Notably, Houston's eastern neighborhoods, which are downwind from flares and therefore the most exposed to flare chemicals, um, house a majority of Houston's uh, Latina population. Flare toxins significantly increase the risk of preterm births and other health uh, deficits for mothers and fetus. So this is a very serious issue and we deeply appreciate the advocacy work we see growing by health professionals worldwide in our collective efforts to end the era of fossil fuels and move to a transition that is just, that is clean and equitable and healthy for the energy future of everyone. Thank you.
0: Only the-